Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. And Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Oh, Welcome God. to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. There's our co-host, Randy Griggs. Hey, everybody. I invented podcasts <laughs> back in 1987. <laughs> I really wanted you to continue that. Oh uh, God, no! I was no. I was waiting for like a speak and spell reference, <laughs> and uh, you know all kinds of stuff on that one. That would have been fun. Randy Griggs on yes. assignment this week. Randy's but, out. Uh, we've got we've got uh, the famous Master Sensei sitting in. Eric, thanks for taking the time and hanging out with us this week. Well, Again. yeah, I didn't get to do the. Uh, well, we didn't do a flavor Odyssey last week, did we? I'm. And then we did one we did. that I missed. Yeah, we did one. Oh yeah, I, I, we, we I yeah, yeah I missed. Right. Yeah, welcome back. Yeah, I, I missed that. So sorry about that. I was, I was on location in Miami, <laughs> and it was amazing. We had an incredible time. Incredible. The tan's looking good, man. Yeah, I, I got some sun. It was eighty degrees every single day. Got to hang out with some cool peeps. Did the great smoke, which was a ton of fun. I got attacked by a tree frog. That was incredible. I mean, it, there was a lot of stuff. A lot of... I, attacked by a tree frog. Yes. Okay, so story time. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I met... I. Uh, this is honest, honest to God truth. And you guys, I don't care what you tell me. You, you're never going to believe the story, but it's true. I'm sitting at the Airbnb. So there's a day... There's a day in between my my wife getting there and Randy and Chad leaving. So I have like a one night by myself, which I'm sitting at the Airbnb all by myself outside, smoking a cigar, enjoying the beautiful Miami weather, you know, and it's nighttime. And now here's the I got to set the scene. I'm sitting in a chair. There's nothing above me, not a thing other than clouds. And no, clouds are loud and, in the sky. And moon, Jordan, oh, no more acanto. <laughs> and, and there's the moon, right? And, and I'm sitting there just relaxing, and all of a sudden, something lands on the side of my face. I mean, I thought it was a, like a tree limb or something. I could tell it was wet, you know, like hits the side of my face. And I'm like, ah, like, and I kind of like jump up and I shake myself around, do the hokey pokey. I look down, Matt, there's a tree frog that was this big that had landed on my face. Have you gone on a trip and not been attacked by some kind of random <laughs> No, I have never gone on a trip and not been attacked by some sort of bug or some sort of animal of some sort. 
And I, I, the first thing I did was, I mean, I like frogs. The first thing I did, Matt, was I grabbed my camera and I tried to get a shot of it because it was so big. Like, it was literally, like, that big. It wasn't. There's no tree frogs that are that yeah. big. It was that big. Get out of here. And it, and it scurried off into the jungle or into the bushes. But I don't know where it came from, Robbie. I think maybe it, it here's April's, April's theory was there's a neighbor that has, like, a tree frog gun that was shooting it at people. That's one possible theory. Like <laughs> another like another theory was it just it was like manna from God, like it just fell from the sky. Fin- yeah. the the third and final theory, not nearly as fun, was it probably jumped off of a bush onto my face. And so now, yeah. How, that's, how close were you to any shrubbery? I've never heard I mean, of a bush frog. Before. I was <laughs> I was fairly close to shrubbery. So there's a good there's a good chance, Robbie. That maybe that was, a, but that's not nearly as exciting as like some sort of rogue neighbor with a tree frog gun. No, I I, I like to think that uh, it was raining toads on you. Man. Yeah, that's you it know? was one of the plagues. It's raining toads. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just here to I, sing songs uh, that you guys say I, things and I'll sing songs. <laughs> I, I think subconsciously, Jordan, I set you up for that uh, because <laughs> I'm glutton for punishment. I think that's what it is. <laughs> That is that's fantastic. I uh, I love that you were attacked by something, um, and uh, survived to tell the story. Although I don't believe you because, as they say nowadays, Pixar it didn't happen. You know what I mean? That's exactly mm. what my daughter said when I explained the story to her. So, it's it's all fine and good until you don't have photos or right. video. Right. Or you might be on the internet somewhere because if the if the neighbor did have a frog gun, he I would like it. to think that they were filming you. Yeah. Yeah. And I screamed like a little girl. And so, you know, they probably thought that was hilarious. Let's hear it. No. That's not, <laughs> that's not, that part's not going to happen. Uh, yeah, that's it. We had enough uh, screaming before the show started. <laughs> oh, you guys wouldn't believe what happens before the show starts. No, well, nobody wants to know that. If you think I'm no, singing live on the air. <laughs> what happens before, uh, before, you know, while the ads are running and all that, it's... Uh, sublime it really is amazing but if you'd um, like to see you go to onlyfans.com <laughs> <laughs> slash we do have a patreon where you can watch that now <laughs> robbie mm-hmm. we've got a cigar tonight that i'm telling you there is a there's a dojoverse member barry cigar cop barry. barry from from boston he smokes more of these i'm gonna say i'm gonna guess that Barry on Dojoverse.com has smoked more of this cigar that we're going to feature tonight on this show than anybody, maybe other than, you know, people that George actually... George Rami? Yeah. Yeah. This, is, this, is, this one hits home for Barry. What do we got tonight, Robbie? We are smoking, boys, the... Come on, you can't see. I, see, I need that fancy camera that zooms in. Like, we Ooh. stepped up the cam. It looks good. Oh, look. I mean, I mean yeah, now all of a sudden you're getting ahead of looks, yourself. Yeah. Jeez. Looks good. But now I can't even look at this. You can't see what it is. It just Jordan. looks like a white blob. Now check this it's out. Really, uh, there we go. Uh, yeah. The Camacho Factory Unleashed. Yeah. Uh, this is. Uh, oh, this is my on. second. Do it. Come on, Jordan. Do it. Step up. Step up. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm bragging over here. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. bragging over here. The- People, people uh, listening on the podcast now are going, what, what the hell is going on? Yeah, they, uh, yeah. so again, welcome to all our pod- podcast listeners. 
Um, they, they have fancy cameras, and I don't is basically the crux of the story. That's, <laughs> and it's funny. That's the, main, that's the main bullet point to take away from this presentation. Um, so we are smoking the Camacho Factory Unleashed. This is a cigar that I've, I've only smoked this once. So I was coming into this pairing uh, a little bit uh, behind the eight ball because I know this was, uh, and it's really unfortunate that Randy couldn't be here because this was the cigar that he picked. Uh, he was adamant that we had to have this. Uh, for to kick off our uh, natural wrapper segment uh, here in season four. So we're, uh, as I said, Camacho Factory Unleashed. Luckily, uh, Jordan, are you smoking the same thing? Oh, I'm smoking the same thing. Oh, yeah. I held it up in front of the camera and it zoomed in. That's right, you did. You in. did. I, I often check out as soon as you get on the camera because that, that means, okay, I have a chance to think about other stuff. <laughs> Because uh, I got to think what's happening next. You know, it's an ongoing. Thing. Robbie, what do you uh, think about Shaggy Feet? Let's talk you know, about them. I was gonna, I was gonna bring that up. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, but no, that's fine. No, we can get into it. Uh, this uh, cigar does have a shaggy or exposed foot, if you will. It's probably about a good half inch, actually. It's uh, yeah, yeah. A pretty. It's a pretty uh, exposed uh, foot there. And the idea behind the shaggy foot, or at least the way that it's been explained to me, and the way that makes sense to me, is you get you, you fire up that cigar and you get you start to get the flavor profile. And then as soon as you get to the wrapper, that wrapper flavor kicks in. So you get an idea of what the cigar tastes like, binder, filler, and then, boom, the wrapper kicks in. You can really see the impact of the wrapper. Wait, is, that, is that how you guys understand it? The way that uh, – I mean, that's what yeah. makes sense to me. That's well, how I'd explain it. The, yeah, on this type. There, I think there's three types of shaggy foot. There's mm. Sometimes you'll see the filler extending way out. Sometimes you'll see the wrapper extending way out. And sometimes you see the wrapper just cut back, and it's binder filler. Which we got going on here. I think that's the most common one. I don't think I've ever seen one where it's the filler, just the filler sticking out. Yeah. What was that, what was that, that one th- company that used to do that? Yeah, it was like a Texas-based company that would do it. They, I forgot about, man, I, there's absolutely no way. You could tell me their name and I wouldn't even know it. But that was a good 10 years ago that they had that, that uh, I want to say, I felt like they trademarked that or something. Obviously, <laughs> it didn't work out too well because they're not around anymore. And usually, like, if you've got an extended... Uh, extended uh, wrapper. It's just a closed foot for the most part, right? Yeah, but uh, remember the the big delicious room one hundred and one. Yeah, like, so that uh, was in, like in that case the the wrapper not only like extended past, but then it like hung off and and bearded. St- it was sort of like bearded sort kind of look to it. So frayed, so frayed, if you yeah, will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is true, Jordan. Uh, and then so you have that closed foot, which we didn't talk about, but. That's not like, a shaggy foot, though. No, I know. I'm saying it's like a closed foot, except for the wrapper doesn't close. It just hangs going. floppily, mm-hmm. uh, you know, floppily. off the end. Floppily. That floppily. is an adjective. Floppily. I like that. <laughs> uh, Maybe it's a verb. I, 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 adverb. I it's an adverb. It's, it's, yeah, that's, yeah it's, now that's dojo English class. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll get some. Uh, uh, I was trying to come up with a weird uh, English term. Grammar term, and I couldn't. I was going to say something. I thought, wait a second, I don't think that's right. I'm going to sound like an idiot. So uh, I'll just, uh, we'll just move on. How do I feel about the exposed foot, um, shaggy foot, whatever you want to call it? I don't know if I care. Um, I like it better. Like if I had to choose between a shaggy foot and a closed foot, I'd go shaggy foot. I don't like lighting a closed foot cigar. It's for me. It just seems. It seems like a waste of wrapper that I'm just going to burn. I'm not getting yeah. anything special out of it. And every time you do it, you have to like think, like, uh, I guess I'm supposed to like take a puff be or two. On it. Like, I'm supposed yeah. to be toasting, but like, I got to take a puff or two. And like, okay, whatever. And I, back to toasting now. 
I like it's, that. I don't have an issue with that. I think that's kind of cool. It's, it's far less confusing for me than, I mean, a, a shaggy foot, you just slide it and go. You know? I don't know. Maybe I overthink the closed foot. But anyway, <laughs> I, I think with this one, I think if you're going to do it, I think you should do it this way. I yeah, agree. I in agree. The, in the sense that there is, there's enough of that exposed foot where I can really start to get an idea of what I'm tasting in that first. Uh, Phenomenal. First, there it is. Uh, and the, thanks for checking in. You don't get, Juan, uh, you don't get the full uh, graphic on video. this one, okay? Yeah. Not on request. That's only on Smoke Night Live. It's a premium subscription on that one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, We, have our, we haven't reached that level uh, uh, in our show. Eventually, we get our own little graphics. You guys have your own uh, graphics that I don't show on Smoke Night Live. They all feature Randy, I'm going to be honest. I'm <laughs> sorry to take it personally, but we can move forward. Um, yeah, with this, like I said, you get an idea. The flavors kind of solidify a little bit, and you start to have uh, a concept of what you're smoking, and then, boom, the wrapper kicks in, and you, you kind of do that. It's where you do that double take of, oh, what just happened? You know, Oh, the wrapper kicked in, and now I can taste it. That, to me, it enhances the experience a little bit. Other, I mean, if it's you do a little one, tiny one, what's the point? Yeah, by the time you toast it, you're already, yeah, you're already, already to the wrapper. So I'm curious, are, have you hit the wrapper segment yet of your mm. Factory Unleashed? So how would you describe that, uh, that change? Oh, yeah, see. There we go. With the, there's there that go thing. With the webcam thing mm-hmm. you talked about. Well, that's, yeah, we got to get the e- that, we'll figure it out. Actually, that's a feature. We we, yes. we made that graphic. Yeah. <laughs> that's your graphic, we, Robbie. You're complaining fine. you don't have graphics. That's that's what we got for you. <laughs> yeah, there, there it is. Beautiful. <laughs> that buys me a second to come up with an answer. Uh, yes, I have I have reached the uh, the wrapped portion of the cigar, and there was there was kind of a bump in flavor. I, I wouldn't say like it was a drastic difference, but it's kind of like if you were driving along and then you hit a little speed bump, you're like, oh hey, wait a second, what just happened? You know. Or the or you're driving and the turbo kicks in and boom, you know you take off. So there was there was an influx of flavor. Um, I can't give you too much uh, as far as uh, flavor descriptors at this point and what type of flavor I picked up when that happened. But there was you hit that point in a cigar whether whether it's uh, whether it's a, a open exposed foot or not where the flavor really starts to pick up. For me, that's usually about inch maybe inch and a half in, depending on the blend and the size and all that. But uh, it, it felt an awful lot like that, so yeah, I noticed it, but yeah. I don't know if it really changed changed anything. I'm 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 hitting it right now, and I would say that um, you know uh, the big difference, like that at first you have like some like almost like um, uh, baking uh, chocolate sort of flavor, a little bit like a powdery kind of flavor, but then when you hit the wrapper, you do get a a little bit of a blast of more of a salty uh, note, and that's what I like about this cigar. This cigar, um, Robbie, I smoked for the first time at the PCA, and this cigar, for me, is one of those cigars that starts off... The whole first half of it is phenomenal. Um, Not to use Juan's term, but... Phenomenal. This is a cigar that starts off great. I I love the first half of this cigar. I know... Uh, I think I told you guys this at PCA. Like, it is a really good. It's one of those ones. If you were doing first impressions, Robbie, I think would grab your attention right off the bat. Yeah, it's it's interesting that you say that it's a saltiness kicked in. Um, I it once that wrapper hit, like I started salivating a bit more. It, you can feel it activate on your tongue, and I never really equated that to saltiness. But I think you're absolutely right. 
and it's having um, a pretty nice impact with uh, with the drink that I'm pairing here. So we'll, let's uh, let's get into that. Let's, let's transition into what we're drinking. I am drinking, believe it or not, boys and girls. That's, that's just whiskey. clear. That looks, that's that's, that's whiskey. water. That's, that's whiskey. That does not look girls. like whiskey. Ooh, it, it looks it looks like you had a glass of water and you accidentally dropped a. Uh, uh, a, a tea bag in there or something, and it was... uh, well, I mean, it, it almost looks like a drug test. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, but uh, what I'm drinking, I'm sure our friends at Centauri are really pleased that I said that. Uh, we are drinking the uh, Centauri whiskey Toki, which is a Japan. It's a blended Japanese whiskey, uh, and uh, as I said on the live last night, 150% of you know this is the second time we've featured this whiskey. However, the first time. It was a vastly different color because we used it in our matcha highball, which I believe was the first pairing in season three. Mm. That was, season a, that was the season weirdest three. drink we've done in the, in the whole show. Yeah, that was just bright, bright uh, Kermit the Frog green, baby. That was, uh, that was an interesting pairing. And um, I, I was chatting with somebody uh, during the live yesterday. I can't remember exactly who it was. Of course you do, Juan. Of course you do. Um, that was actually a pretty good cocktail. And it had it had uh, some a lot, a lot of nice citrus into it. It was very bright, kind of refreshing, creamier uh, than getting, I would have expected. <clears throat> yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting drink. So it's we're getting to that time of year where it might make a little more sense to go with that. But that's the pairing that I went with tonight. Now, Eric, uh, yes. I know that uh, you got uh, pushed into duty like a, the backup <laughs> quarterback uh, late late. Uh, you know, it's Sunday morning, and you know the quarterback wakes up and is. His back is, you know, all out of whack, and he can't do he can't do his thing. But you came up with a pretty interesting pairing, I believe. So I'm going to do a a, a a double pairing. I'm actually it's a triple pairing if you count the cigar. Um, the the drink I'm going with is the Four Roses Small Batch Select, um, which is really good if you can guys get your hands on this uh, excellent bourbon. But because we're doing the Camacho um, Factory Unleashed. Me and Matt, uh, we're both going to do a uh, a black scorpion, uh, a, a actual scorpion. scorpion. We're going to do a food pairing as well. So I'm going to open this bad boy up right now. What? And we're going to see. World? We're going to see how a, uh, a a scorpion pairs as we as we do the show. So let's, I'll, let's try to show you guys this. Oh, okay, so, so there we go. There's the scorpion. He's he's in there. Look at that. This particular one is in several chunks. Oh. Um, so, yeah, these these kind of taste a little bit like beef jerky. I've had them in the past. Um, so I'm going to try that as the show goes on with this. Uh, I think they taste like pumpkin seeds. Okay, that might be better. Ooh, guys, let's see if you can see this. This is the... Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just just seeing it on the screen makes me uncomfortable. I, okay. I, I don't. I, I don't. Uh, so I got to get into I, my. It's uh, like pumpkin seeds thing. with the texture of uh, you were just chewing on coffee ground, uh, like not coffee grounds, like coffee beans, and you had to break them up in your mouth. This, yeah. This is this is a terrible sell, Jordan. It's I'm never getting worse. I know it's not good. <laughs> But, but it's not as bad. It, it, it's not like you bite in and there's like guts coming out or something like that. Yeah, that's true. Oh well, yeah. It's it's like it's not freeze dried, but it's yeah, something like pretty that. close to yeah. that. Uh, I would imagine. I've never done this, but uh, so I have two questions. Yes. Uh, well, one one's a comment. When you say it tasted like beef jerky, 
that to me, like I thought, you know what, that might actually pair pretty well with this cigar because it's with that salty kind of component to it. So uh, that could be interesting. Uh, second, do you just have these on hand? What's that about? Like you didn't, this wasn't planned. So, <laughs> I, I have. Mean, I got to get my scorpion picks on were, somehow. You were guest hosting. I have a stockpile. I have a scorpion connection. So, <clears throat> yeah. So I, I have a few. You got I have a guy. A, yeah, I, I got a guy. Uh, Jordan, what are you gonna what are you gonna pair? Me? So I've got the uh, the same cigar you guys have, and I'm doing. I think sometimes they call it the Godfather, uh, but I'm so it's uh, but I'm doing a bourbon version. So it's normally I think a Godfather would be Scotch and Di Sirono, and uh, this one is bourbon, Di Sirono, simple syrup. I got a cherry in there, bitters. That's the drink. That sounds amazing. Now. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, uh, let us know what you guys are pairing. But real quick, let's go to our studio audience so we can see what Scott and Matt are pairing with their Factory Unleashed. Oh, I am staying so vanilla on this one. <laughs> I let you guys, you know, have fun with your scorpions over here. I am just drinking some good old bourbon and pairing it straight up with my Factory Unleashed. There you go. Matt? I know for a fact you're you're gonna go strong with me on this I've one. I've got the scorpion and I'm really <laughs> enjoying it right now. Wow! Ooh, you already dived on in. That. How would you describe it? Uh, this one is uh, got the coffee bean crunch, definitely, but it's a little saltier than I remember. I kind of like that. Got a nice little salt. Don't tell Juan that. Yeah, hey, we're just we're serving up softballs for Juan tonight. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take my first bite and see and see where we go, Robbie. Yeah, I'm curious it's loud. about this. Whoa, that was loud. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Definitely has a beef jerky kind of flavor, but Jordan's more right about the textures, like coffee beans. Yeah. All right. Enough of that. Well, for, for those of you... We're going to uh, hear it the rest of the show. <laughs> yeah. For, for those of you listening, and you don't have the benefit of watching Eric's face while he's mm. eating this, uh, he actually didn't... You know, you kind of anticipate... You know, a little bit of that. Do you remember those commercials, the bitter beer face? Yeah, right. Where bitter beer was cool, where the guy would like just have that terrible look on his face. You'd expect something like that, but uh, no, he was kind of into it. So, well, um, that was a little. Still, I'm not sold. But, it's a little uh, weird. It's a little weird. Oh, this is the stinger right here. Stinger. This is a stinger. Yeah. That's got an extra bite to it. No, and I, if y'all can't hear it, the amount of crunch coming no. off of that, I am literally like eight feet away. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. Yours is excessively loud. But oh, yeah. There's a guy right next to you. <laughs> I am literally it. eight feet away from Eric and can clearly hear him take a bite. <laughs> no, that wasn't what you that missed. Was a, that was well, a you hit the juicy part, didn't you there, Matt? That was a weird. What just happened? That was a weird. Uh, he was trying to crunch down. And he totally missed it and ended up, you know, he was like trying to. And I was like, yep. That was a soft spot. That wasn't fun. <laughs> Robbie, I got to get you some of these. I got to get you some of yeah, these. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Christmas next year. I'll look yeah. forward to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't, uh, I don't, I, I just, I don't condone. I just don't condone it. It's not part of, uh, it's not a big part of what I'm doing here. Um, but I think it's pretty cool that you guys are doing it and I support your choices. But uh, <laughs> keep it to yourself. <laughs> Uh, but, it, you know, it's fitting with the Camacho Factory Unleashed. Obviously, there's that tie the, uh, with the Scorpion. Yeah. I'm curious, how, is it working at all with, with the with, – now, now you're making the, 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 the bitter beer face, so maybe, maybe um, not so much. I'll say this. Um, the texture is so bizarre, um, but 
it does have this weird smoky flavor, which does go nice with the bourbon, and um, and the cigar. So I, I I mean early early returns, but I I gotta say it's not horrible. So so far so good. Yeah. Does it say anywhere on the packaging what kind of scorpion it is? It's a black scorpion. So is is that like an actual type of scorpion or is it's, it, that yeah? The, it's from Thailand. I have no idea. It's from Thailand. Okay. It's a black scorpion. Uh, this one's name was Chuck. It, I don't know if there's anything else that <laughs> I can tell you. What's his sign? His sign. He was a scorpion. He was a scorpion. Yeah, scorpion. Of course. Yeah, of course. Oh. Yeah. Of course Thanks. All right. Enough of that. <laughs> let's get let's get into the serious serious. Let's talk more about the cigar, Robbie. What can you tell us <laughs> yeah. about this thing? Yeah, I'll, we've got a little bit of info on the cigar for sure. Uh, so this one, it's it's uh, so it's kind of like a, a limited production. I, that's one thing where I'll, I'll I'll hope that one of you guys have the information on this. I don't think that yes. this is like an ongoing production. I got good. Uh, I got big news for you, Robbie. Oh, beautiful! Lay it on me. Big news: the uh, the next one's coming out in like a month. The next blend of this. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but that's. <laughs> <laughs> They told me that so, in confidence. Uh, that is uh, true. Um, so yeah, don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. It's limited in the sense that they won't do the same blend every year, but mm. they'll do a factory unleashed every year that'll be different. Um, one thing that's unique about this one, uh, I'll bounce this off of Jordan and Robbie both. I thought it was really interesting that they here they are the, the you know Camacho the Corojo, you know Honduran Corojo. Uh, Guy, and this is Ecuadorian Corojo. Yeah, right. Yeah, I remember. That, I thought that was interesting too. Yeah, we've asked George that question several times. Like, why choose that? And they just said, you know, we wanted to explore this type of Corojo and uh, give you guys a, a, a taste of what it's like. And I appreciate that. Cause I, I, yeah, I mean, I think like you can tie yourself down a little too much as a brand, being like, all we do is Honduran Corojo, and eventually you're just like. Okay. Like, We've had it. We've we, done it. We did that. It's good. Uh, and so it's kind of cool that it's still Corojo, uh, but, you know, let's let's try some new stuff. It, it can still be the, the, the Hunter and Corojo guys and, and not do every single cigar with that wrapper. Now, the crazy, yeah, just, the, the, the best thing, Robbie, about this cigar is it's under $8. I mean, yeah, this is yeah. a really, really uh, affordable. In this economy? Yeah. And, Jordan, this was our... Uh, this was our affordable, our value cigar of the year. That's right. So uh, eight bucks. It's tough. It's tough to find a good cigar, and this is a good cigar. Tough to find a good cigar under eight bucks, Robbie. Yeah, for sure. And it's in most places. I think the I think the MSRP was uh, seventy nine ninety nine for uh, or seventy eight bucks for a ten pack. Most places I'm seeing it sixty nine bucks. Yeah. Uh, you know, before shipping uh, and taxes and all that. So uh, yeah, definitely very approachable Ecuadorian Corojo wrapper, as we said. Uh, binder, uh, Honduran binder, and fillers from Honduras, Nicaragua, and uh, the Dominican Republic. Um, I don't know what factory it comes out of. I, actually, that's, um, yeah. Uh, nope, doesn't say that here. Well, I'm, I assume I'm a, it comes out of the Camacho factory. Yeah, yeah. Why, can you can, can you guys adequately hear the crunching? As it can oh, I? Uh, oh yeah. Can I do this? Is it, is that? Is that enough? Can you really yeah. hear that? It's it's like a, it's like a corn nuts commercial. Yeah, <laughs> corn nuts. That's so good, Robbie. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm dating myself with my commercial references here, but uh, I think I'm glad that Eric got excited for that one. Yeah, alienated 75% of our audience, but that's okay. Um, so yeah, interesting cigar. It really does have 
um, I'm, I, I can't not pick up that salty aspect of it now, Eric, that you pointed it out. And that's I a, dig that about it. Corojo, Corojo. But this staple. one, yeah. this one's got it like in spades. In this spades, thing is yeah. Like it's it's, it's really, really there. And, now, uh, and it's 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 working pretty well with this with this the fruity profile of uh, of this uh, whiskey that I'm drinking. We'll get into that in a minute, obviously. But um, it's interesting. It was a that was this is a a positive that I didn't quite expect. Yeah, I mean, all of that crunchiness in the Scorpion Jordan. It really reminds me of something. There is no question that Drew pivotal and foundational partner to Cigar Dojo and the Dojo community. From the very first cigar collaboration, the Undercrown Maduro Dogma, to the epic stories of Dojo trips to Cigar Safari, not to mention a certain exceptionally handsome digital media manager, Drew Estate has been a champion and supporting <laughs> pillar of the Cigar Dojo community. Robbie Raz and I couldn't be more honored to have that support continue with the sponsorship of your favorite cigar pairing show, Flavor Odyssey. Drew Estate, the number one premium brand in existence. The makers of Acid, Factory Smokes, Herrera Esteli, Undercrown, and the incomparable Liga Pravada. Drew Estate not only has a cigar for every smoker and every occasion, they have some of the best cigars available in the world. Please support everything Drew Estate does by following them on all social media platforms at Drew Estate and ask for them at a brick and mortar shop near you. One brick and mortar that you will always be able to find Drew Estate cigars in is Smokin. Smokin is responsible for sponsoring all the cigars smoked here on Flavor Odyssey. Don't miss a true cigar experience with their courteous and knowledgeable staff and over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop by any one of their 11 brick and mortar locations or visit them online at smokein.com. There we go. It's almost as if he was with us, huh? Yeah, it's, you never get sick of it. It's like, it's like when you go back and like a, a TV show that you like, uh, and maybe it's a, it's an episode of, of Seinfeld or or something where it's whenever it's on TV you see it. It's like it's like a warm blanket, you know, <laughs> it's like very comforting. And that's whenever I see that 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 Randy's read, it just. I just feel it. Just yeah. oh, it makes me uh, happy. My favorite comment was Tim Darling's like. It's Randy's evil twin, Wendell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was here somehow or another. We made it happen, but uh, you got to have Randy's read on the show. I mean, that's just that's a given. You, you got to do it. And I'll tell you what, this is a, a, a peek behind the curtain for the audience. We're using a, a new software to uh, to, and I don't know if I'm supposed to say this or not, but we're using a new software to uh, to uh, bring the show to you all and. It's I have access to so many things that I didn't have access to before during the show. And there's I found this little button and I could see all of your comments coming in. <laughs> and like it's exciting, but I have I get distracted, so I have to I have to close it. I opened it up during Randy's read because I didn't have any, any chance to talk. I was supposed to be quiet. So I could read some of your comments, but now I have to close it, otherwise I'll be totally distracted. An- another peek behind the kimono is some of the software that we use uh, turns out is based in the Ukraine, and so if there's any little 
lags or whatever, there is, you know, there there's, does happen to be some serious stuff going on in this world. So hopefully that gets worked out. But uh, uh, in case you uh, notice anything weird, we're we're doing our best to deal with those types of things. That's just the way the world is right now, guys. Yeah, those are small problems compared yes. to uh, yes. to what they're dealing with for yeah. sure. Uh, but it seems to be going a little better this week. Uh, last week, Randy and I were talking over each other all the time. So far, well, that, was, that was Randy, I think. That, <laughs> yeah. that, well, that had nothing it, to do it, with the Ukraine at all. <laughs> it, it turned out that uh, I uh, imbibed on the sauce a little bit too much during last. Yeah, week's let's show. talk about yeah. that a little bit. Last <laughs> last week. Now, was this this was Friday? This, the this smoke was my Friday life? night show. Yeah. Now the now a little birdie told me that Robbie. You 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 kind of uh, delved deep and uh, you just got tanked. Got a little hammered. I, I, you know we preach moderation here on uh, Flavor Odyssey, but uh, I, I broke one of my own rules, and it's one of those things. Like you know what's happened to you before? You're sitting at the bar, <laughs> you're you're at a restaurant or whatever, and you're you're having a couple of pops, you're tossing back this, that, or the other, and then you stand up and you're like, holy crap, where did that come from? Uh, that's what happened to me. Uh, this past week, and um, it just meant for an early bedtime. It was an early Friday <laughs> night, so uh, I, I ended up. Like, what time did we wrap up the show? It was like seven o'clock here on the on the West Coast. I think by about uh, I went inside, and my wife was making dinner. She was making some pizzas. I was really excited about. Right, she <laughs> made the dough the day before. I was pumped for these two pizzas, and two pizzas, yeah, the Joey special. And uh, I went outside. I got firewood. I started a fire somehow. I don't know how the hell I did that. <laughs> and then, uh, like 15 minutes later, I was in bed. I woke up <laughs> the next morning, having slept for like 14 hours. I was completely dressed. I had my pants. I didn't have my shoes on. Jeez, this is no, a high school I, I, story, right? Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, Robbie, you're a grown adult <laughs> on a Wednesday night. It was Friday. It Give was Friday. A, oh, that was Friday. Friday. Give him a break. That yeah. was Friday. All right. Now he's totally okay. That's it's totally okay. okay. That's cool. <laughs> and it Wait. was. It was actually my last week of vacation. Okay. I had, I had a little bit of a week hiatus there from work, so uh, I was. Uh, not only did I get the great honor of hosting perhaps the greatest cigar <laughs> show that's ever graced the internet. But it was also my last day of vacation, so it was. Plus, we had Fred on, and Fred's one of my favorites. So it was. It, it was the culmination of many different things. A perfect storm, uh, uh, Randy. I was going to call you Randy. That's all right, uh, you Eric. Can, you can you call me Randy. Um, so uh, it's you know it is what it is. But uh, this week is going to be a little bit different because it is a Wednesday night. I have to get up in the morning, and um, while I am drinking some whiskey, it's it's uh, checks in at about forty three percent. This uh, Toki from Suntory. Uh, this is not something that's going to uh, to, to knock me around like the, uh, the Elijah Craig uh, Toasted Barrel did last week. Just a, a little bit of background on this particular one. Yeah. Um, Toki actually in Japanese means time. Uh, mm-hmm. This is kind of it's it's a it's a Japanese whiskey, so it's um, it's uh, made in the same way that Scotch is made. And we've we've talked a little bit about that, and I don't want to get too much into it because that's a little bit boring. But um, <clears throat> the brand Suntory is huge. They own so many brands around the world. It's unreal. They, let's see, they've got, let me pull, I've got this pulled up here. Um, they own Jim Beam. Wow. They own Maker's Mark. They own Lefroig. They own Balmore. Those are both scotches, by the way. They own Canadian Club, which if you went to college, you were probably pounding some Canadian Club. And, and 
among uh, all Japanese whiskeys that they own. Uh, also, Yamazaki. Um, what else do they have here? Uh, Yamazaki, Hakushu. So these are some big names in Japanese whiskey um, that they own. It's just a huge, huge, huge brand. And Toki, I think, is probably their most approachable um, as far as Japanese whiskey is concerned. You can, I, I think I picked up this bottle at Costco for like 23 bucks. It's very, very approachable. It's um, very clean tasting. It does not have any of that peated flavor. If you, you kind of, if you like the flavor profile of scotch, but you don't want to uh, get into the peaty side of things, try some Japanese whiskey because it's the same process. And uh, most of a Japanese whiskey is not going to be peated. So you're not going to run into that smoky flavor profile. Uh, but uh, this one, they, they on their website here, <clears throat> it's a clear gold color, which we talked about. And it looks like a drug test. Uh, the nose, basil, green apple, and honey. Um, and the basil is like oddly prominent. You definitely get the honey, that sweetness, and a little bit of that green apple, like a Granny Smith type apple. Uh, on the palate, grapefruit, green grapes, peppermint. I don't really get peppermint. Uh, and thyme. Um, so they get a little bit of that uh, uh, cabinet spicy kind of thing, more of a green side of the cabinet spice. And a subtly sweet finish with a hint of vanilla, oak, white pepper, and ginger. And the, the reason that I wanted to go with this pairing is that, that white pepper that's kicking in there, that sweetness of the vanilla. And I get kind of a creamy, more texture, I think, from, uh, from this particular uh, whiskey than I do of a flavor profile. But it's, it just has that kind of palate coating creaminess to it. And there is a creamy aspect to this cigar that we haven't really talked about. We've talked more about the salty side of things. But to me, it has kind of a sweet cream uh, flavor that's in there that's, you know, sweet cream. It's not really, it's not, it's not sweet. It's kind of almost has a little bit of a sour aspect to it. Uh, but to me, it's got that, it's more of a feel than a flavor. And I was hoping to find some synergy, some synergisticness, some synergy. <laughs> that's jo no way that's a word. It's, it's not. No, no it's way definitely not. Um, I was hoping to find some like a, a creamy vibe across across everything. Really, what's working out is actually that saltiness is playing really well into kind of those that honey note, that uh, uh, the vanilla and that little bit of spice. They all kind of are mixing together to make this kind of wonderful soup of flavors that's uh, that's working out really well. And I was a little worried that the flavor profile wouldn't stand up to the cigar uh, because this toki is pretty light, but it's working out pretty well so far. Um, Tell us about your your you drinking four roses. Don't we don't need to hear any more about the scorpion. We're done. Uh, yeah. So <clears throat> I think that this cigar is one of those cigars that you could. Um, what's what's like a really neutral thing? Like it's a very neutral. Good, it's versatile. Yeah, it's versatile. That's a great word. Thank you, Robbie. Um, I feel like this would go with almost anything. I mean, a lot of pairings. Um, obviously, everybody knows I'm a bourbon guy, and this is a really good bourbon. Um, this particular bourbon has also has kind of a little bit of an apple flavor that you mentioned in in your whiskey, Robbie. <clears throat> but you also get some caramely vanilla. Um, it's 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 fifty two percent, so it's you know it's a little bit stronger than you know your your typical off the shelf bourbon, but not crazy by any stretch of the imagination. Goes really well with this cigar. You're right. This cigar does have a um, a a milky creaminess to it. I think um, that's a good description that you brought up. And so this, as far as the bourbon and this cigar goes, it's a great pairing. Now, if you throw in the scorpion, um, uh, the scorpion obviously uh, adds kind of a fun <laughs> element to it. Um, 
uh, which is <laughs> is just it's a gimmick. I would never recommend anybody. I would never tell my friends, oh, man, you got to have the scorpion with the cigar. <laughs> you just got to. It's so freaking good. And I wouldn't do that. But it's certainly it's certainly not terrible. And it's it's kind of fun to try and whatnot. But the bourbon and the cigar go really, really well together. I'm really loving this pairing for a $7.80 cigar like, and, and, and a glass of, of neat, neat bourbon with no ice, obviously. This is, this is a fantastic pairing. I'm super jazzed about it. I know, Robbie, you know, like the last probably 10 episodes, I think I've done thumbs down. So I'm a pretty tough critic on pairings. Um, I, I think this is a pretty solid pairing. Jordan, what do you think with your uh, Godfather? Uh, it's going pretty well. Um, it's a lot like an old-fashioned. Um, I would say more, a um, uh, little sweeter than I would like. I, I think if I made it again, I wouldn't put simple syrup in it. I think the DiSerrano is enough. That's basically your simple syrup. Uh, yeah. So I, w- I wouldn't do that. But the the DiSerrano has that, you know, that almond. Basically, a lot tastes of like, almonds. Yeah. Basically, tastes like cherries. Um, and so, adding that like sort of cherry sweetness to this the cigar is is pretty good because the cigar does like Robbie said has that that creaminess and I could almost see like an almond butter type of creaminess to it um, so it's going nicely with that and the, the cigar is medium plus in body and uh, has a good texture to it and the drink is matching that uh, texture pretty nicely wow and Jordan's a tough critic too hey let's I, I gotta go to Matt real quick because I, I just I'm dying to hear what Matt thought of the scorpion pairing with the cigar uh, I really liked it. Like the the crunchiness is obviously not really a thing that affected either the cigar or whatever. But when you got a bite of like the body of the scorpion and it had that that beef jerky saltiness, and then you took a little puff of the cigar, it actually went really well together. Yeah, like, the creaminess of the cigar and the saltiness of the scorpion was kind of a nice pairing. Yeah, it's sort of like Robbie said, corn nuts. That's yeah, that's the texture, and then the flavor is a little bit like beef jerky ish. Yeah, it's definitely. So more you kind of get those two things, and I think. Um, beef jerky is a great pairing with cigars. Yes, we so do it often. Now, Scott, you just had the regular bourbon. How's the, how's your pairing going? Oh, it's going great. I mean, it's one of these. These are one of those cigars, like you said. It is almost a Swiss Army knife. One thing that I will recommend for all of the morning cigar smokers that like to like have a cigar and a cup of coffee, this is a really, really under the radar cigar for a morning cigar with a cup of coffee. It goes great, whether it's dark roast coffee or like a coffee with a little bit of cream. I don't put sugar in my coffee, but it's one of those where it just really plays well. Like you've said, almost that, you know, the little bit of creaminess, the saltiness, it just plays really good. And it's not too strong, so it doesn't overrun you or knock you down right off the bat. Yeah, That's actually good advice. I think this would go good uh, in the morning with a cup of coffee, Robbie. Now, some guys are asking me about the poll, and the poll is up. And there's votes. Okay, so. but that's on Facebook. And the guys that are asking are on Facebook. So okay, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I'm not doing the I'm not doing the YouTube poll tonight because I'm 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 in. You're busy. The, I'm busy. I'm 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 co-hosting, Robbie. So I'm. You, I got, you got you got promoted. You got called yeah. up this. Week. Yeah, I know. I'm out of the bullpen and I'm not doing very well. But hey, I'm gonna I'm trying my best. So uh, no, you, you guys are doing great. This is I, I don't have to talk. This is awesome. Oh. Um, and it's funny we've been we've been kicking around the idea of doing. Uh, we haven't really done any food pairings. Yeah, we show. need there to. We, we need there to do. Is. I think food pairings is a great idea because I mean we've covered beer. Our whole first season, Robbie. Your whole first season was different beers. And guys, then we, Tootsie Pops. <laughs> 
But what about... Yeah, that, that's what sparked the conversation. Right. Like, like, a lot of people, Robbie, if, when you say, like, I, I like to, you know, smoke and eat, some people are like, what? Why would you smoke and eat? But there, that's totally common, especially, like, in, with Cubans and in Miami, like, smoke, just having the cigar with your, your meal... That seems like something that we should explore in one of these future, you know, uh, segments. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's there's a couple of drawbacks. Uh, I think for our podcast listeners, uh, they just hear us chewing. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's that's part of the punishment. So the, yeah, part of the fun. Yeah, um, and it might be tough to get a steak delivered to me in the middle of the show. Yeah, we so might have to choose. We have to choose uh, things that are, you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we could do. Uh, and it's funny. I think. Um, I think that uh, beef jerky makes a lot of sense. Chocolate makes a lot of sense. Cheese makes a lot of sense. Uh, there's some a few different things that we could do in there. So maybe that maybe that's something that'll come to fruition. We'll see. Um, but I, I find myself, man, scrolling through these comments. Easy. And I, I, yeah, just easy with the crunching, man. And uh, I, I got to say, Tanner Cole, I, I don't appreciate your comments, buddy. What did he say? Ooh, now Robbie's watching. Robbie's watching. What did he say? What did he say? Yeah, I'm watching now. He said something that was. Something. I just scrolled. I scrolled past it because I was upset. Cheese. Yeah. Mm, and uh, he said, uh, "Sour, salty, creamy load of flavor in Robbie's mouth." He sounds <laughs> used to this. Tanner also. And, Tanner also asked, uh, "What do us Broncos fans think about Russell Wilson?" Ooh. It's funny. I was going to bring that up, and then I totally forgot about we it. We are jazzed, uh, baby. Well, it's yeah. You haven't had a quarterback since what Peyton Manning, right? dude. We yeah. we fleeced we fleeced the Seahawks. Let's just be honest uh, here. We fleeced the we'll, Seahawks. We'll see how it goes. What was the? I mean, you, the, the, I don't remember what the the payment was. It was two a first couple of first rounders, couple of second rounders. So and they then, beat us in the Super Bowl, but we stole their quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Who's who's the real winner? I don't know. No, we're mm. we're as Broncos fans, we are excited because we're relevant again, and um, that's. That's worth two first, two seconds. Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, and uh, Noah Fant. Like those, like, who cares? Those guys. See you later. I mean, got uh, freaking Russell Wilson. Who's we a, gave him John Elway. Who's a, he's not even really that involved. But he's we, a great guy. Russell Wilson's a great person. Like everything about that deal is amazing, Tanner. So we're 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 super psyched. Tanner's from I, Washington. I heard some rumors that uh, that that uh, Russell Wilson might be interested in buying the team as well. That's that's fine. That was that was floating around because the team is for sale, from what I understand. If, if yeah. Peyton Manning uh, buys the team, and then we got Russell Wilson, boom, it's over. Yeah. It's over. We'll win the Super Bowl for the rest of eternity. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, right, exactly. Uh, and as a 49ers fan, I'm thrilled because yeah. I hate the Seahawks. So uh, all the better. Um, now, uh, although you, you guys could have had Jimmy G. You know, you could have had. Uh, yeah, this, uh, yeah, we could have had Jimmy G. Boy, that would have been great. Oof. Yeah, he he gets you to the he get you to the Super Bowl, or Man. the or the uh, NFC Championship game. But that's he's not going to bring it home for you. But it'll get no. you there. It makes <laughs> he, for fun. There's no way he could get us to the NFC Championship game. I can guarantee you the, that. The, well, the AFC the okay. Championship game. Was, Boing. Zing. Well, he gets us to the NFC Championship game. How about that? Um, <clears throat> so that's that's good. We took a little dip into football. Okay. I'm curious where where he's going to end up. I mean, who uh, Jimmy he's G owed a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, who's going to who, trade him? Who's going to be your quarterback? The uh, the guy you drafted? Yeah, Trey Lance will probably be okay. the quarterback. Right. Yeah, they. I mean, they spent three first round picks on him, so um, he's got to got got to play eventually. Uh, we'll we'll get a uh, we'll get a uh, a good backup, Tyrod Taylor, somebody like that. But 
Um, I think that's he's going to be full go. He looked pretty good in that one game that he played at the end of the season. Um, he looked like he had grown a lot since then, but that's not why people checked in. Um, <laughs> but how is your golf game? That's <laughs> <laughs> well, see, with Fred, that was a that was a I, real question. I know, I know. Uh, for me, it's 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 not good, uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's not good. And apparently, I promised Fred that we're going to play. Uh, Pebble Beach. I don't know what I was thinking with that. It's when you when I that was because you were, you were like hammered. That. You were <laughs> hammered, Robbie. <laughs> you know that I've been I've been dipping the sauce a little too deep. I think. Uh, okay, I have to close these these comments. It's it's fun, but it's just too distracting. Too distracting. Um, all right, so let's let's jump into these pairings. We talked a little bit about it. For me, this is I'm I'm going thumbs up. And oh. Eric, I think you're probably right. Where this is going to pair with a lot of different things. Scott, yeah. your comment about uh, coffee, I think, is perfect. And I think you, you articulated that really, really well. This would be a great morning cigar. It's got, uh, it's not over the top in flavor, so it's not like super, super full flavored. Um, definitely not over the top in strength. It's medium strength across the board, I think. Maybe medium plus in flavor. So it's not going to blow out your palate at the beginning of the day. Uh, a cup of coffee would go perfectly. But this Toki, the, the brightness of it is, uh, is going so well with that saltiness. There's that salt, there's that caramel apple it's a really kind of it's just it's just really cool and there's a little bit of cocoa chocolate uh sweet cream thing happening from the cigar it's it's just a lot of synergy the spreadsheet is filling up with uh descriptors here uh it's definitely a thumbs up for me not the best pairing i've ever had in my life but it's the second time i've smoked the cigar and it's better this time than it was last time so that to me tells me that this pairing is is lifting it up and this toki's doing a a fine job of standing up to it i was worried it was going to get run over but it's not yeah, I also am going to go thumbs up, uh, Robbie, with my pairing. Um, and obviously, I'm mainly basing this on the bourbon and the cigar, not so much the scorpion. Um, uh, that being said, and and not to take anything away from the cigar, but I think the one criticism about the cigar is when you do reach the halfway point, it does get a little yes. monotonous and plain. Um, the The first half of this cigar is absolutely phenomenal. It's way better than a $7 cigar should be. But when you get into the halfway point, um, just, just keeping it as real as I possibly can, um, this particular version of it, uh, I can't wait to see what they come up with next month for the new uh, blend. But um, once you get to the halfway point, it certainly doesn't become bad, but it does become less interesting. And so I'm still going to go thumbs up, and I'm still going to recommend this cigar highly, especially uh, based on price point, because the price point is so incredibly well uh, so good, but yeah, like you get to the halfway point, Jordan. I don't know if you know if you know, if you feel the same way I do. Well, that's you kind of get to the halfway point. It kind of tails off in interest. That's been my criticism. Uh, the first half really wows you. The second half is like, yeah, I mean it's a seven dollar cigar. I I'm still I'll still give it credit, but you know it's it's a cigar. Um, I I I, I kind of want to go with like what Robbie you were saying last week. Like, if I was going to recommend a pairing to somebody. Um, it wouldn't be this. No, it would be this. Like, uh, it's, this is not a crazy, complex. You know, I don't think they're like super amplifying each other better than the sum of each other's parts and all that jazz. But this is like a pairing that I could easily recommend to somebody. And it, the the drink is is kind of like bourbon goes with any cigar, and this is kind of along the same lines. But it's just like a little more fun, a little more, a little more sweetness to it. You know. Um, so it's it's definitely a fun pairing. Uh, I do have to, for like an old fashioned, and and this drink, I had to I have to throw the ice cube out after like 
halfway <laughs> through because I can't just have the ice cube melt all the way into my drink. I have to, mm. I have to toss the thing. Uh, <laughs> but overall, uh, yeah, it, it, it's fun. It's it's not crazy complex or anything, but this is a fun pairing. Now, Robbie, um, I got a question for you. Uh, so we just came off of Maduro Road, uh, four segments of Maduro wrapped cigars. This is the first uh, episode of the Natural on Natural that we're going to do. And so I'm just, you know, you've been in this business a long time and you've been doing pairings for longer than anybody in the industry has been doing pairings. What do you expect from the natural? Like what 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 is going to change when you're in your pairing, you know, choices based on natural wrapped cigars? What do you expect from a natural cigar that would make you choose specific pairings? It's it's an interesting question and it's funny. I <clears throat> looking at the cigars that we have lined up and I'll pull them up here while I'm talking. Um, I was thinking more cocktails, more mixed drinks, more uh, things that have multiple flavors going on, different levels mm, of flavor, okay. as, as opposed to something, um, not, I don't want to say one note because that's, that's not really correct, but if you pull up, um, and I don't have them pulled up right now, but the, the, what I paired during Maduro road, I think I, I did, I did a Porter, I did a wine, I did, um, a whiskey and there was one other one, but it, not, nothing was mixed. I went with a consistent flavor profile uh, that you're going to find, you know, straight from whatever the beverage is uh, with, with, um, with natural wrappers. <clears throat> for some reason, I want to, I, I want to open that up and maybe go with things that have a bit more of a fruit forward flavor uh, with um, it's fun alliteration there uh, with, Maduro's, you kind of stay away from the fruit, you know, because it, it's there's not a whole lot of synergy there. I mean, you get the, at least for me, I, I don't think of, well, wow, I want to have something that's got lime in it when I'm smoking a Maduro. That To me, that just doesn't sound right. But with a natural wrapper, you're going to have some more of those flavors that are just a bit more uh, white pepper spice, or you're going to have a, a creamier profile, or maybe like a nougaty kind of flavor, and you throw some fruit on top of that. Uh, that to me works much better. So I think that uh, I'm going to be going with, and I, I thought about uh, kicking around some ideas for some cocktails uh, for this first one, but I wanted to go with Japanese whiskey because I haven't done it in a while and I really wanted to drink this tonight. And it turned out that it worked out pretty well. But to me, I'm thinking more cocktails, more mixed flavors, maybe even um, like a, a fruit forward mocktail kind of thing uh, like we've done in the past. I mean, some of those worked out pretty well. Uh, we've got a... Uh, it's, I think it's Pellegrino that does it. They have some of the sodas, the ones with the foil on the top, you know. Um, they have one that's a lime and mint. So it kind of tastes like a sweeter version without alcohol of a mojito. Like, I think that would be kind of fun. Uh, so I think delving into more of the, you can get into some of the weird spicy stuff like mint, and you can get into more of the fruit, uh, fruit flavors, I think. Yeah, Jordan, I was going uh, to say... Um... You know, maybe as we as we go into natural wrappers, um, there there's a little bit more of a nuanced flavor. So you, you might have to be a little bit more careful mm -hmm. to not overrun some of those nuance. Whereas sure. with the Maduro in the Maduros, that that's going to be like the boss, like right the Maduro cigar. Like it's it's going to drive you know the 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 pairing flavors because it's it's deeper, more rich, more strong whereas with natural wrappers especially like with the one we're doing tonight like this would be super easy to 
overrun this, um, especially at this point of the cigar. Like early on, I, I wouldn't have said that, but like at this point, when I'm having the bourbon, it starts to overrun it a little bit. So you might have to be a little bit more careful to be. To, I, I can see this like a mojito, right? Like this particular cigar with the mojito at this point would be really good mm-hmm. because the mojito isn't going to be competing at all with this sort of more nuanced wrapper. What do you I think, I do Jordan? think that natural wrappers are more fun, a little more challenging to, to pair with, at adding in the different elements of complexity from the drink and the cigar. With Maduro, yeah, they're like it's almost like a home run. You know, like you just grab the cigar and you – pair with a coffee or a bourbon or a port or a, a imperial stout boom good you know slam dunk we've always compared robbie uh maduro wrappers to imperial stout or stouts um in the sense that they they that's the driving factor whereas now we're getting into these uh natural wrappers they're not going to be that driving factor like jordan said and so we'll have to be a little i think we're gonna have to be more careful it almost seems we've said this before robbie i don't know what you think about this but it seems like like with a stout or with a a maduro wrapped cigar it seems like that would be an easier cigar to blend or maybe an easier beer to brew whereas with a natural you'd have to be maybe a little bit more careful of how you blended that cigar because it, you're, you're not going to get that smack in the face flavor from the wrapper. Yeah. I, I think I kind of agree with that. I agree more on the beer side. Um, Randy will tell you, you can fall over and make a good stout. Right. Uh, and just to be fair, I've been brewing for, and you fell over years. Friday night. So <laughs> I did, I, I did. I spilled my stout actually. Um, but, uh, the best beers I've made have been stouts. So from that standpoint, I think that is a little bit easier. Um, the one thing I would say about Maduro's, and I, I think the way that you guys are talking about the flavor profile of Maduro, um, that might be a, a little bit of an antiquated take in the sense that, I mean, Maduro's nowadays, they'll hit you with a ton of flavor, but there's a lot of complexity buried in there as well. And I, I think you're going to find that when you get into uh, stouts from you know smaller breweries and, and different types of stouts. Imperial stouts with you know coffee in it boom they hit you right in the face with all that and that's pretty much all that's going on but uh with some of the especially some of the maduros that we smoked uh you know during our trip down maduro road there was a lot of flavor happening in those things we said this specifically about Undercrown 10 it, it hits you right in the face and if that's what you want to take from it that's fine but there's a lot of layers of of uh of nuance below that and i'm not saying that i totally disagree with you guys but i think that you can i think it can easily be ignored in, in a Maduro cigar, it's harder to ignore it in a, uh, in a natural wrap cigar. So with, from that standpoint, I will agree with you. And I also agree with Jordan. I think we can have more fun here because we can open up, we can open up the entire bar right. or, uh, you know, whatever it is that you're, whatever it is that you happen to be drinking and you can, you can try a few different things. But like, for example, I did a Maduro. I, I, I didn't, I didn't drink a whiskey or I did it on the last one when we did the wild card. So uh, I, did. I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, well, I did a porter. I did a, a, a Zinfandel. I did a Scotch, which is whiskey, but it's Scotch. I did Havana Club rum, um, yeah. and then uh, on the wild card episode, I did do the uh, barrel proof uh, Elijah Craig. But <clears throat> my goal there was to show that that I think Maduros are a bit more versatile than we give them credit for. And yeah, I think that's what I'm. That's a long. Or that's a much more concise way of saying what I'm trying to say right now. But with uh, with 
uh, natural rappers, I think it opens up the playbook a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Because we we can bring in those those uh, those cocktails that have a fruit component to them. You can bring in some of the acid and things of that nature. So um, that to me uh, is what's awesome. And somebody needs to tell John McTavish that I, I don't have five hundred dollars sitting around to buy a <laughs> bottle of Chichibu the Peated. Uh, and even if I did, I wouldn't know where to find it. So um, as much as I would love to pick up a bottle of that, John. I mean, unless you got a unless you got a line on them, buddy, I don't think that's happening. We we definitely need to get you and John to do the. We were going to try to do the uh, the reunion yeah. show with you and John, and that would be great. Well, we will do, we will eventually do that for sure. Uh, once it gets a little bit warmer uh, in in Canada for for John. But hey, if you're tuning in to see if you won. The fif- oh, bearing the lead, yeah. The Holy fifty crap, cigars. Oh, guys, we're really talking about this, and I was like hoping you would. Oh yeah. <laughs> so if you are tuning in to see now, this has been like a two week long contest, and to enter, all you had to do is uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit the uh, notification button, and then comment on any of our videos that we published in the last couple weeks. We had literally hundred—I don't even maybe thousand entries. I mean, it was a lot of entries. Um, and the the hardest part of this, Robbie, was uh, qualifying the entries. Um, so. I didn't want to do that live on the show, so I've been doing that the last couple days, qualifying the entries. And then before the show, I did pick a random winner of the 50 cigars, and I am ready to announce that winner. Now, here's, here's the good part, boys and girls. If you don't win tonight, don't be sad because we are starting another contest right away, probably tomorrow. We're going to do our March Mad- oh, uh, our Bracket Challenge. I can't say nice. that. Our bracket challenge uh-huh. contest, uh, Ravi, um, that will be sponsored by Alec Bradley this year. The grand prize will be the brand new A3. It's sitting over there. The brand new A3 um, Rabbit Air Air Purifier, which is a $780 air purifier. It's their brand new state of the art. You can control it with your phone. It's incredible. That's going to be the grand prize. Um, Second place is a box of cigars and some other stuff. Third place, there's a cool lighter and some uh, like a, a, a hand painted lighter. Um, so there's a bunch of really. It's twelve hundred dollars in prizes. So if you don't even need to know Jordan about college basketball, you just pick some stuff. Just pick stuff. Just do it. Pick you know, pick your bracket. Um, Robbie, the uh, uh, Sunday they'll have announced all the teams. That'll be in the tournament. So set your brackets after Sunday. And then through March, um, the tournament starts, which is a ton of fun. We always have a good time. So if you don't win this tonight, don't fret, because you're going to have another chance to win incredible prizes on Cigar Dojo after tonight. But the grand prize winner tonight of the 50 cigars uh, for our YouTube contest is none other than... Jordan, do we have a drum roll? Let's hear it. Ah, Wicket Joe. Wicket Wicket Joe Joe. is the winner of the contest. So congratulations to Wicket Joe for that. Robbie, do you follow college basketball? I I don't. Uh, I used to work in college athletics, and uh, I was one of the guys sitting down when you're watching the game. And you're looking across and you see all the guys sitting at the, the scorer's table 
and where the players come to check in, where they like tap the guy. And he, you know, I was sitting just to the right of that guy at, at, at UC Berkeley in the early, yeah, mid 2000s. Had the little headset on, directing everything. And, you know, guys diving into the thing, and I got to get out of the way. You know, I was that guy. And it was a lot of fun. I got to see some great, uh, some great talent um, uh, grace the court when I was there at UC Berkeley, uh, mostly on other teams, unfortunately. But um, no, I don't get into a lot of college basketball. My wife loves the NCAA tournament. Right. She loves Michigan State for absolutely no reason. <laughs> there, there's absolutely no reason. The first time she ever filled out a bracket, uh, Michigan State was like, I don't know, they were like a nine seed, and she had them winning the whole thing. And I tried to tell her, I was like, that's probably not going to happen. But they got to the final four that year, and she ended up winning. Um, the best bracket I've ever put together was I looked at each, at each uh, matchup, and some of them are obvious. And if there was a matchup that I didn't know, I picked the team that was in the city that had the best beer. Ah. It was like close to the city that had the best beer. The and that beer was the best pick. I've ever done in a bracket. So that goes to show you that it doesn't really matter no. if you know anything or not. No, and that's the fun of it, guys. If you don't, I don't even follow, I don't follow college basketball at all. But this tournament is a lot of fun and the contest is fun. We've had people win that have no idea anything about basketball. All I ask when you get to the, I'll post the thing on the dojo in the next day or two. All we ask is that when you fill your bracket out on the ESPN thing, uh, choose a team name that is your dojo verse name because it's a lot more fun when we know who's who. So if you can, um, when you're filling out your bracket on the ESPN site, just use your dojo verse name and that makes it even more fun because then we can kind of tell who's who and who's leading and who's losing. Usually there's uh, several hundred entries and it's a ton of fun. And uh, whoever wins, Robbie, is going to get some killer prizes. What do you have uh, next, a week from tonight, on Flavor Odyssey? What's going down? So we are, as I said, we just kicked off, um, as you all know, of course, we just kicked off the Natural Rapper segment of Season 4, but it was brought to my attention by a devout, devout uh, follower of the dojo and a follower of our show that uh, we, are, we totally just ignored St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day is next Thursday. And we have a show next Wednesday. So, of course, we have to do something that has something to do with St. Patrick's Day. Randy and I said, well, do we want to do Guinness now? we kind of done that already. Do we want to do Irish, like different Irish beer? No, no, we've done that. We're doing Irish whiskey because I don't think we've ever featured an Irish whiskey on the nice. show. I will be drinking uh, Green Spot, which is one of my favorite Irish whiskeys. Uh, we'll talk about that um, a little bit more next week. I'm sure Randy will tell you that he invented the pot still and uh, <laughs> invented the whole process. But uh, that's what we're doing next week, Irish whiskey, and then we will get back on the uh, Ah Natural uh, Road here. That doesn't have the same ring to it. With the EPC Encore, followed by Aganorsa Leaf Signature, and then we're gonna wrap up, <laughs> wrap up the uh, Natural Rapper segment with the Fiat Lux, very very good cigar uh, from uh, from our friends over at Holy Crap. The name's escaping me now. Ace Prime and uh, Ace Prime, thank you. And uh, yeah, that's that's who makes I, I remiss that totally right. escaped my right. mind. But good. that's that's uh, that's the lineup. Irish whiskey next week. Uh, what do we got going for uh, Smoke Night Live? <laughs> so I'm I'm working on something. I do not. I can't announce it yet. I'm trying to uh, get a specific guest based on a very topical uh, stuff that's going on in the cigar industry. So I'll let you guys know Ooh. if that happens tomorrow. We'll do something for sure Friday night. Uh, we'll have some fun. So, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to next uh, Wednesday night, brother, with the uh, Irish whiskey. 
Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, thanks for uh, riding shotgun today, Eric. Appreciate it. Oh, wait. Uh, thanks. Oh, oh, guys. Oh, 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 oh wait. Oh, oh. The, the, the polling. Oh, the polling. Oh, wait, we totally ignored the. Come well, on. Ooh, a black and tan. Derek Rose, that would have been a good call. So. Uh, can one of you guys do a black and tan next week? Maybe, yeah. Why yeah, not? Perfect. Thank you. Uh, okay. In last place is me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's a pretty good pairing. Ten uh, percent. Uh, then we got Sensei takes it with fifty-seven percent. I was the scorpion. The scorpion, scorpion threw it over the top. Scorpion oh. did it. And then that, Robbie's thirty-three. That was. I, I admit right now, Robbie, that was uh, that wasn't fair because the scorpion was. It's, <laughs> it was. Well, too, it, was, a, it was. It was gimmicky. Did tootsie pop, and I didn't get it. Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> it, it's. It's funny. Uh, we have a again pulling back the curtain. We have a shared group text uh, with uh, it's just just the four of us, uh, including Randy. And that was that was how we found out that Randy was going to be here tonight because uh, he is on location. But uh, as soon as uh, Eric said, "Well, I'm going to pair with a whiskey and a and a scorpion," I said, "Randy, that's how you win." <laughs> yeah, right. The votes. <laughs> yeah, like, that's that's how you win the votes. It's 100 percent how you win the votes. It's totally uh, unfair. So I, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. It was a, it was a, a great idea. If I would have had a freeze dried scorpion here, I wouldn't have done it. So we're, we're, you know, I, I can't, I can't uh, begrudge you that because I just wouldn't have taken that step. So it's you, you took one for the team and you got the W. I appreciate it. Uh, so it's good voting on the, uh, the end of the viewers. Um, but uh, and, and Jordan, uh, you came in last. That's kind of where you belonged. No I think I deserve second. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, maybe. It, uh, you know what I'd be curious to pair with this is, a, and I don't drink these very often, um, would be uh, an Amaretto Sour. I think that might be an interesting pairing here where you get that sweet, but it's not overly sweet, and that sour kind of cuts through it, and you have that salty aspect to it. That might be interesting. But uh, anyway, we'll be back next week. Irish whiskey. So uh, go out there and pick up a bottle of Jameson or Red Breast is very good. Uh, green Spot is what I'm going with. Teeling. Uh, John McTavish mentioned that one as well. Some really good uh, Irish whiskeys out there. And it's a whiskey that often gets overlooked. So uh, looking forward to that. Uh, again, Eric, thanks for riding shotgun. Uh, Jordan, thank you for everything that you do. And uh, give your uh, studio audience a playful pat on the ass for me. Uh, we'll see you all. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, be kind to each other. It costs you nothing. We'll see you next week as Odyssey continues. Thank you.